This is Tom Browning. This is Pat Lackey. This is Raquel Aurelia. My name is Kurt Evans. This is Rich Aurelia. Hi, hello, and welcome, everybody. This is George Grant of the Cincinnati Reds, and welcome. You're listening to the Red Hot Broadcast on RedHotMama.com. It's August 17th, 2008, and you're listening to the Red Hot Broadcast. I'm John, and here's Amanda. Hey, Johnny. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. I, I would have given a list of things to talk about, but since we haven't done one of these thingies in, here in like almost a month, I know it's, it's uh, obvious nothing's going on in baseball. You so. know, nothing going on in baseball. Nothing specifically going on in the NLC. No. Obviously. No. Uh, uh, well, otherwise we would have been chatting away. You know, the sad thing is that uh, as much as is, is going on in the NLC, I haven't watched a game and I can't even remember how long. I can't even remember the last time I watched a game. I've been watching the Olympics <laughs> when I have turned Olympics. on spots. Uh, We've been sports. Uh, playing a lot of uh, Lego Star Wars. Yeah, that. I don't know what caused that, but the well, you've little been guy. playing a lot of Lego that's Star true. Wars with the little guy. Yeah, and uh, so that's been taking up our television quite a bit. Looks great on the the high high resolution, high definition deal. Yeah, so plus, do the Olympics. Plus, we've been sick. There was a three long week long. Cold and recolding and oh yes, it was well, awful. It's like you know what I've got this. Well, you want some? Okay. Yeah, passing the cold back and forth between that's what that's what married couples do. Yes, it's you a know, it's real sign of love. It's the deep down sharing and the giving and the receiving and the and the having and the giving and the taking and the receiving. Yeah, that's what it is. So tonight's the uh, the last night of the big Indiana State Fair. We spent uh, some time there today. This this uh, afternoon and evening, a little bit of time last week too. It's always a treat to go to the Indiana State Fair because they're always deep frying something new. Yes. Doesn't seem like there's any like signature item this year though. I, I no, there wasn't anything in the news or anything being reported as this is the new thing we're going to plunge into a big mm-hmm. vat of oil. Um, but mm-hmm. I had not heard of deep the deep fried brownies before mm, a few years ago they did the deep fried oreos which are now on on the menu at the restaurant at great american ballpark that's right um they did the deep that, fried that twinkies they did the um deep fried the last year the big thing was was cola yeah deep fried pepsi and batter or something yeah. with pepsi in it. i didn't try that it didn't didn't sound good no and um we did have the deep fried brownie last time um i have seen uh deep fried vegetables they've been deep yes. frying fruits and vegetables which is an interesting idea. You know, take the strawberries and make them not good for you. Yeah. Like, hmm, you know, I like broccoli, but it's just, I hate how it makes me healthier. <laughs> it's like... Let's add some cancer to that. Sort of like a tempura, you know? Like a little uh, little veg- vegetable tempura. It's, it's tasty, I imagine. No, I don't know, this so. this today... Uh, last week we were, were a little, still a little under the weather and didn't eat too so much. So of course we took it easy and only went to Kings Island and, had, and, and went the to the state fair the next day. And had the deep I can't. Fried I don't understand why I've been sick for <laughs> why we can't so seem long. to shake I, this thing. You, you know what? It's summertime. It's like it's impossible to give up on. Yeah. You know, it's like no matter how crappy you feel, you got to go and and take advantage of the fact that it's summer anyway. It's the way I feel. And about August it. has been so mild here. It's been awesome. Yeah, it's just been fantastic. What we have not done is gotten out to a lot of baseball, which we need to do. Otherwise, we're going to run out of our that's our, right. our tickets because we bought a season yeah. ticket. Package. Last weekend, oh, that was for the uh, Indianapolis. For Indians. the Indianapolis Indians. The last weekend, I think, was the first time in years I went to the Cincinnati area that didn't go to a that's baseball right, game. That's right, because we went to Kings Island and didn't go to a game. But you know what? I don't think we missed anything. You don't. I really don't. 
especially oh, now Reds. that uh, now that that the uh, that the headliners in, in Cincinnati have gone elsewhere. That's right. What yet again? You know the the ex- Red Hot broadcast has expanded in scope from just a Cincinnati Reds podcast to every team in the NLC, and um, it's. Ever since that happened, it seems like all of the big, biggest news to come out of the NLC has come out of Cincinnati. It's like, <laughs> no matter how we try to escape it, there's just no way to avoid the fact that the biggest news is coming out of Cincinnati. Dust Baker made a lot of, hired, being hired made a lot of negative news, but news nonetheless. A lot of, uh, a lot of negative news from us. You know, people were really excited about it at first. There are still dusty supporters out there who are like, why can't they get this guy some, some talent? Uh. I think they do. I think they do have some talent. A little bit, perhaps. One or two guys. But in any event, we should uh, we should talk about the, the big guys being traded away because this has really um, changed the face of the team and uh, changed the, face of the faces of the fans from smiley to frowny. Right. In many cases. Yes. The, um, the first one, of course, was the sending of trading of uh, Ken Griffey Jr. to the White Sox. In exchange for what? What did they get for Ken Griffey Jr.? Nothing of note, right? Uh, I think primarily um, half of his uh, option buyout for next year is being paid and half of his salary for the the rest of this year is being Hmm. paid. And then they also got a couple of uh, players. I think one was a reliever Hmm. who is with the team now. Oh, one of those uh, names that I occasionally hear during the games. Probably. Who the heck is that? That's pretty much about half the team now, it feels like. No, I've heard of most of their names, at least. (laughs) Occasionally there are names I'm like, I don't have any idea who that is. (laughs) No idea at all whatsoever. So how's Griffey doing for the White Sox? Uh, He started off well on his first game, because we watched most of that. Right. He got a yeah, couple singles. Really he good. drove in two runs, and the team ended up winning by two runs. So, like, the runs he drove in were the difference makers. But since then, not much. Not so he, much I don't think he has anything more than a single yet. Really? <laughs> like, no. He, I don't know if he keeps driving in runs with those singles. That's it's all good. true. He can hit singles. He's got, like. Though I guess that's not what people are expecting to see out of him. Yeah. His. What his, do they have him playing there in Chicago? I don't know. Like they were, I know he the first game he was playing uh, center field. That's crazy. But he has he's got nine hits and thirty seven at bats, so he's batting two forty three. His on base percentage is three one seven. It's not horrible. The really bad thing is his slugging is only two forty three because every single hit is a single. Oh, dude, there's got to be a transition period after you get traded to a new team, doesn't Probably. there? I mean, isn't that always the case? Does anyone go to a team and immediately kick ass? Probably some people do. He's a uh, uh, made seven games at center field. Three is DH and one in right okay. for the White Sox. Yeah, the White Sox were sort of an odd team to pick up Griffey. There wasn't yes. an obvious need for him. But then again, um, he's the kind of um, headliner that they don't exactly have in, in Chicago. And, you know, got a Chicago White Sox fan at uh, at work who was telling me that, you know, get, bringing in a guy like Griffey is the only chance that they're going to have of making a name for themselves at all in Chicago, you know, <laughs> getting any attention at all. Yeah. In the land of the Cubs. There's also a, a Cubs fan at work. There's lots of those, of course. Of course. He felt the need to give me a hard time about them trading away. Griffey. I was like, it's not my problem, man. I'm a White Sox fan. <laughs> I was... I I don't have a problem with the trade. No, getting uh, rid of Griffey. I don't know that he was... Well, he certainly wasn't the future of the team. He's... Clearly. Old. So what's the timber of but. the of the intranet's been? People uh, angry about this? Happy? No. Don't care? 
pretty much. I think there is a lot of not caring about the Reds right now. It's yeah. like, ah. Uh, well, I mean, we've at got best, thirty games, thirty some games left. Oh boy. Be- I mean, you know, at best, it's um, getting something theoretically out of him, giving him a chance to to be on a potentially yeah. winning. There's team. a lot of that. Like, good luck. Good luck, Rafi. He sure weren't gonna get it here with Cincinnati. I'm so glad you escaped. <laughs> I hope he comes to something. Yes, it's like uh, everybody working on this terribly, just this awful organization. Everyone's job is miserable, and they just hate their lives with their organization. And they see one person leave, escape, and they're like, yes, <laughs> good luck, man. Fly, fly, eagle, fly. That's what it kind of feels like as fans of. Such a bad team as the Reds. So like, we'll be. He got out. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like the one kid in the uh, in the uh, industrial town who manages to get to college or something <laughs> like that. You know, you're, you're, you're gonna miss him, but gosh, you hope he can make something, make something of himself. Well, I think Griffey has done that. Just made a made something bit. of himself? Nah. Name for himself? A little I don't bit. Think so. So we'll be watching the White Sox with continuing interest. You know, as much interest as we can muster for the AL. The, it is still the Central, though. <laughs> the AL Central. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> There's a I'm playing the field, which is the um, a sort of co- collaborative blog between um, several several women among several women bloggers, sports bloggers. Um, it's called Playing the Field. I think it's PlayingTheField.com. Um, Maybe not net. There's an idea that uh, there's an idea of having. The, the writers write, you know, satire blog entries on behalf of, of players. I thought, you know, if I could just get my, my act together and actually write one for Griffey, it would be about, like, how much longer it took his his people to drive his, his cars from, from Florida to, to Chicago than it took them to drive them from Florida to Cincinnati. Because you never true. Griffey, when he goes on gets in a slump, he'll have some one of his people bring up a different car. <laughs> he'll drive a different car around until... To break the slump, and then when he goes into another slump, he'll have them bring up a different car. And, you know, the difference between Cincinnati and Chicago, that's like five more hours. That's true. That's like five more hours of waiting to get his new car. Yeah. Just to, you know, break a slump. That could be a, that could be a big difference. It that could, could be a game changer. That could be. Maybe that's that's the problem right now. Maybe it is. Like, his, his staff is, like, lost. They don't they don't have a map to Chicago, and they can't seem <sighs> to get the cars there. <laughs> can't and then the Reds traded their other slugger, yep. which really doesn't narrow it down since the Reds have been a team of nothing but sluggers for longer than I can remember. But their other r- top slugger in Adam Dunn. Ironically, they still can't seem to score when they need to. They score only with home runs now. But still. nevertheless. The, uh, yeah, so Adam Dunn has um, made his way to Arizona and in favor of a... Uh, Another one who escaped, yes. jumping from last place to first place. That's right. I think that he made a little bit more sense for the um, for the Diamondbacks than Griffey made for um, a little bit, a little bit, yeah. For the White Sox, he is doing all right. He's not been gone as long, so he's only played in five games. Right. No home runs, so no, no home runs in five games. I know it's now that is a little bit uh, atypical for for Dunn. That guy hits home runs like seven walks. But keep in mind that. Um, you know, he's he's not playing in Great American Ballpark. And everyone knows that Adam Dunn's um, home runs barely barely scraped the wall to That's get out of true. there. So, you know, the, the ballpark is going to make a big difference for that a guy. A beneficiary of yeah. that home run hitter's dream park. 
Uh-huh. He's had seven walks. Holy cow. He's getting on base about 52% of the time. Holy cow. So. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be watching him with some interest. Now, they just came off a series with the uh, with the Astros, the Diamondbacks did. So I wonder how um, I wonder how that went for them. The Astros, not exactly the shining stars of the uh, major league. No, no. Yeah, could be interesting. But uh, well, the Astros had surged to above five hundred, thanks, really thanks. No, no thanks to themselves. Um, actually, that also when the the I'm, deep breath, dear deep breath. Whatever. I'm trying to say three things at once. That doesn't work, does it? (laughs) No. The uh, uh, Astros surged to above 500 when they played a four-game series against the Giants and another four-game series against the Reds. They won every single game. Swept. They swept both teams. Crazy. So that shot them to like two or three games over 500. Mm -hmm. So is that why they suddenly traded for someone? Uh, No, they'd done that beforehand. But when they were playing the Reds, Bronson Arroyo was facing Carlos Lee, their, one of their best home run hitters. Mm-hmm. Hit him with a pitch and broke his finger, and Woo! Carlos Lee's out for the year. Oh, boy. It makes it sound like a heart, worse injury than it really was. I mean, yeah, the, well, there's so only, little left of the year that yeah, it doesn't finger. take much to do that. Well, I mean, your fingers, you can't screw around with those. So you can't, like, come back when your finger is, like, mostly Not healed. unless you're Jason LaRue. Well, yeah. Or Adam Dunn, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, the hubbub. We all miss the hubbub of uh, Alma Yeah, Klein. like, we'll miss the hatred. There yeah. was so much vitriol directed towards Adam Dunn. Like, That's yeah, true. the guy driving in 100 runs and knocking all these home runs, he's the real problem the with problem. the team. He's who's holding you back. Yeah. 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 It's not Dusty Baker at all. <laughs> Dusty Baker, it's not his fault. It's all Wayne Krupski. You want to hear that quote? Yeah, if you can dig that up, that'd be awesome. We were talking about Dusty Baker and, uh, and you know, the, the team. And, and, you know, a lot of people are kind of hard on the baseball players because they're like, oh, you know, those guys, they don't care whether they win or lose. They make all this money and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, yeah, they do, make some, they do make a lot of money. And it's not like their lives suck or anything, but it does suck to have a shitty job, doesn't it? I mean, I've had a job where when I was in high school, for example, I had a um, an internship at Ball State, uh, Ball State University, where I was uh, working for the Department of, of, of Physics and Astronomy. Geek. Oh, I, so much. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and one, one one thing led to another, and I ended up being in this internship by myself, even unsupervised for a week. Wow. And for a week, I just had to put in eight hours a day, in a. Um, lab, a windowless laboratory on the basement floor of the astronomy building with um, nothing to do. So I was playing like eight hours a day of solitaire. You know, and I was making fairly decent money for a high schooler because I was, you know, going into my senior year in high school and I had, you know, haven't had a job at all. My job was to sit alone in a room and play solitaire on a computer for eight hours a day. But that really sucked hard. I mean, that, that job was awful. I was depressed all the time. Do you time. know what would have made that job better? Uh, the internet. Oh, that's true. This was before the internet, kids. <laughs> I know that you can't imagine such a thing. No, there was there was the internet back then, yeah, but I didn't. There I wasn't didn't as have much any, stuff. I didn't have any access to it on those computers. They weren't wired. They were ah. They were computers for crunching astronomical uh, readings. I see. So we used the telescopes. That stuff was cool. But in any event, 
my point is that even though you get paid for a job doesn't mean it doesn't suck. And we've been on a bad softball team. You and I have been on a very, very bad softball team. Though I, that was kind of fun, at least. I guess I should, that's not a good example. Well, when we didn't in, get paid anything for that. That's true. But, it, but, but my point is that it was bad. But that one was kind of fun because it was Special Olympics, and, you know, we're, we're having time. We're spending time with people. It feels like valuable use of our time and stuff like that. But when I was in high school, we were on a really bad uh, – I was on a really bad softball team. It was just miserable, right? You never wanted to go. You didn't have any camaraderie with your teammates because nothing was ever going your way. It was like every time you saw them, all you could think of was how miserable you were trying to go to these – trying to get through these games. And that's got to be what it's like for the players right about now, doesn't yeah. it? I mean <laughs> – well, um, Dusty Baker, in his usual clueless fashion, doesn't think it's anything, it's his fault at all. He, he doesn't think he had, no, he has nothing to do with it so in you his don't, mind. Does he re- even realize the way the team swings since he's come to town? I don't think so. Does he even You mean have any like they swing at everything? That they swing, like. Just like the Cubs did but in his final year? But the Reds go through, like, they make pitchers pitch, like, nine pitches to get them all out. There's six and eight pitch innings. It's crazy. Here's his quote. I've never d- wanted to win more than I do right here, and I will. And he was doing uh, in an interview. He said that to an interview with uh, the Dayton Daily News' Hal McCoy. But this is Wayne Krivsky's team, not Walt Jockety's, and not mine. What the hell does that mean? That everything bad about the team isn't his fault is the easiest way to interpret that. Well, but what precisely would he change about the team? I don't know. You know, like... More Corey Patterson? <laughs> More Jerry Hairston? I mean, yeah, the, yeah, it's not his team at all. Hello. <laughs> you know, like, <sighs> what, what would he change? What would he have different? They've already gotten rid of David Ross. That's right. They did DFA David we Ross. We haven't had a chance to mention that yet. That was such a bizarre such, thing. It's such like, a duh move, I tell you what. Man, they should have traded him. Gosh darn it. Why didn't they trade him when it was the right time to do it? Because Krisky was the GM. <laughs> Yeah, well, oh, well, I will um, give Baker. I will will be on his side in saying that Krivsky was not a skilled yes. GM in knowing how to put together a team. I will not, however, say that that the he, personnel are the reason that this team sucks so hard. He cannot be ab- absolved of all blame. Is every single thing that's gone wrong with the team that Dusty Baker's fault? No, probably not. But but some of them are. Some of and it how is. How the freak far back is this team? Oh. I mean, how how much in last place are they? Uh, before today, it was like 20-some games. Oh, yeah, it's 21 and a half. The 21 and a half games back. How far under one uh, under 500? 15. 15 under 500. You know, you want to say that this is a team that's uh, that the personnel aren't any good. Well, that's kind of crap because we all know that there's a lot of talented people on that team. But, uh, but you know, even if you were just saying that, that it was the personnel's fault, that should get them to what, like five games under 500 or 10 games under 500 18 or however many we just said oh hell no oh hell no whatever whatever you gotta say dusty baker yep so uh yeah what else not really anything i can't think of anything um the standings the cubs are kind of running away with it a little That's bit so crazy what's going on with those cubbies huh no they had they earlier this week they were 30 games over 500 Oh my gosh. They've since gone down a bit. They're only 28 over now. Can you imagine how nice that would be? Oh, it's just like, like a dream. If they win s- seven more games, 
they'll have a winning, be assured of a winning record. That is awesome. Good for the Cubs. <laughs> yeah. Panella's got them going. They've gotten a real good grouping of guys, and it helps that they uh, built a team that didn't have to rely on Kerry Wood and Mark Pryor. That is, that's good. And Kerry Wood has been out with some, I don't know if it's been, it was there was a blister issue, there was, I think, some back pain issue, so he hasn't really been, over the last couple of weeks, he was not really there. Right. And they were fine. Yeah, so man, those Cubs, awesome, crazy good. I hope it's, you know, I feel like it's inevitability that they're going to fall apart in the postseason, but, you know, I, I kind of... Well, they did they... last year. I mean, they made it to the playoffs last year without any seeming fanfare. And were they going this far? Were they going this strong, though? No. This they kind of surged past the Brewers at the end of, like, of, at the end of the season last year, so... Well, you know, I, I have the... I hope and for this, the best for them. And this is 100 years. This is the... Yeah. yeah. They the did do something in the last week that they hadn't done since 1908. What's that? They swept a doubleheader. Really? They hadn't sw- swept a that, doubleheader in that long? I realize it's difficult, but if gosh. If I read the article in it correctly. Wow. Wow. I tell you what, it's a sign. It It is a sign. Wait, how long before they're letting goats in? <laughs> Pretty soon, right? Pretty well, soon. they have take your dog to work to the park day at some of these places. Great American, oh, I yeah. know, and I've seen it at the others, too. Why don't they have take, take your goat? Take your goat to work day. Take your goat to the ballpark. Uh, take your goat to work day. That would be interesting. <laughs> I tell you what. I don't know how many people I think at prob- my office have a goat. I think most of the people who have goats probably already have them at work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, what a treat. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, well, if it's a dairy goat, you know, you can uh, <clears throat> save yourself a trip to the water cooler. Oh, there you go. Just latch right on. Well, no. You crawl <laughs> in, you, you get a cup. You milk it with a cup. <laughs> yeah. Who, so who's second in the division? Milwaukee days? still. They're uh, five and a half back and leading the wild card race. How the hell are those brewers doing? Pretty dang good. I mean, what, they got uh, all of their personnel, anyone injured? Anything interesting going on with them? No, they've they're got uh, CC Sabathia and Ben Sheets at the top, and in their nondescript way, they tend to be kind of nondescript, don't they? Yeah, their um, top two pitchers, Sabathia and Sheets, they're like perfect, the perfect wild card team to then go all the way to the World Series. So they've got two great pitchers. They're kind of like dueling for competing game for complete games. Wow, it's crazy, man. That would be quite a show. Look forward to that. The Who's Cardinals next? are in third, <clears throat> two back of the Brewers. Can you believe that the Cardinals now employ Felipe Lopez? I know. Felipe the Lopez. National, uh, Nationals DFA'd him. I know it. That's the thing. And, and the really, it seems like, in my mind, the Nationals DFA'ing Felipe Lopez and the Reds DFA'ing David Ross are sort of like equivalent moves. <laughs> Where they were. You know, they put up with their crap for this long. Why did they just suddenly give up on him now? Yeah. So I wonder if anyone will pick up He's David been Ross. Okay, with the Cardinals. I'm sure. I haven't heard about anyone picking up Ross. But the Cardinals are third place, seven and a half back and second well, I don't know if they're in second place in the wild card, but they're only two games back, so Yeah. It, nice. it could be it could be close. They've got 
I think Carpenter had a setback in his most recent start, mm -hmm. so he'll miss a start or two. Oh, I didn't even realize he was pitching this year. I yeah. thought he was out he, for the year. He, no, he wasn't out for the year. They knew he'd come back in August or September, but that's kind of why people thought, well, nothing doing with the Cardinals this year, mm. but they're actually... They hung right in there, huh? Yeah. Well, yeah. Wayne Wright will be back if he's not already, too, so... Well, consider uh, who's below them. Who's next? Houston. Yeah, the Houston. They yeah. uh, just finished up a series with the Diamondbacks, I think you mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And... Uh, they lost the series. The Diamondbacks took the first two, and then Houston won the final game. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. They got blown out the first two. It's twelve to two and eleven to five. That's sort of like the uh, the Reds coming off of the the series with the Cardinals. They just finished up a series yeah. with the Cardinals. Embarrassingly, I didn't watch a single game. Usually, we get on the smack talk during a series with the Cardinals, and I didn't even know they were playing them. <laughs> Until the second That's game. how that is sad. Captivating baseball has been. <laughs> but we've been, you know, we haven't been home. We haven't even been home. It's and summer. I want to do like, stuff. Why would we watch this crap? It sucks. Have you been watching this crap? It sucks. I don't want to see pit batters swing wildly at three pitches that are not even close to, and then go sit down. You know, if I, I saw to do that, that plenty in the Cubs when Baker was managing. Yeah, they really the Reds should have learned so much about the Red from about but Baker from when he was managing with the Cubs. And then in fifth place is Pittsburgh. Wow, they're only a half game out ahead of the Reds there. Oh in really? Last place. Oh, I didn't realize that. So they're pretty abysmal too, then, huh? Yeah, but they they also traded away their players at the deadline. Mm. Oh, that's but that's they good were work. restocking their farm system, and mm -hmm. I'm feeling more optimistic about the Pittsburgh than I have in a very long time. Which is funny, because they don't even have close to the talent that the Reds do, but I've, I'm feeling more pessimistic about the Reds than I have in a long time. Yeah, well. It's like, they're on the different, despite their talent level, of, and the good players each has, they're on, they're crossing paths. They're on di different ends of the sine wave. Yeah. The up and down sine wave. Un unless the Reds fire Dusty Baker then. That might change. They could propel themselves right up, yeah. right back upward. Well, you know what? There's a caveat there, though. It, not every damn person in the world would be better than Dusty Baker. They would have well, to fire Dusty true. Baker and get someone better. And I don't know who that would be. And not just a little bit better. Like, really better. They missed their chance when I, they didn't they get had, Pinella. They, if they had done a freaking proper managerial search when they said they were going to do one. They preferred Jerry Naren over Lou Pinella. Let's not get all irritated about this again because okay. you know, we had a great weekend. So hey, how about them Cubs? Fair. We saw. I had meat on a stick. Oh my gosh. I had meat in pork chop form. Yes. In chop form and duck bratwurst. That's right. So delicious. I recommend I the duck bratwurst. I had three different animals. <laughs> I ate three different animals today. I recommend the duck bratwurst. It was really good. That was. And I had um. I also had a caramel apple. That's always a tasty, tasty treat. Now, which animal is that? The apple. The apple fairy. The apple fairy. Yeah. Apple blossom. The Johnny Appleseed. Ah. I ate some Johnny Appleseed. Oh yeah, you did. <laughs> uh. I think we're done. <laughs> yeah, that's probably enough. We're obviously out of practice. We'll need to, like, keep on this a little bit better, perhaps. You know, tomorrow's our regular no. podcast night. Maybe we'll put up another episode tomorrow. Ooh, that would be crazy. It yeah. depends on if I can stop coughing. 
This, yeah, I've this been is coughing a lot this episode. This will be a fun one to the edit. The crack editing staff is gonna have to take. I'll be up till like eight in the morning. Won't get any sleep. Well, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. You know, for your art, you got to maybe not post it until tomorrow. <laughs> but I said the date of tonight at the top of the show. We could re-record the top of the show. Mm. Mm, not so much. Okay. No. Well, let's wrap this bad boy up. Okay. So I think that we've rambled on long enough. So uh, what's coming up? I have no idea. Reds are going to be um, continuing to suck. Yep, Brewers, we can look forward to that. The, the Brewers will continue to try to chase down the uh, Cubs. The Cubs are going to continue to on their um, on hopefully their magical not, season. Hopefully not futile effort to, um, to continue being at the top of the division. Cardinals are going to continue being the Cardinals, and the Pirates are going to continue to suck as well. And uh, the Astros are... They're right there with him. Yeah. So that's something to look forward to, you know? The off season. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're like us, you're going to need to keep on hanging in there. And we'll see you at the ballpark. Let us know what you think about the podcast at iTunes. And share your thoughts about the humorous NL Central on the blog at red hot mavacom or on our comment line at 206-339-6104. That's 206-339-6104.